0: I'm Damien Fowler, and I'm George Slaffo, and welcome to this edition of The Current Podcast.
1: The Current is your deep dive into the future of TV, media, and
0: data privacy, all explained in plain English. We talk to the biggest names in digital marketing, and today we speak with Nicolette Harper, Global Vice President of Media at Marriott Bonvoy. After more than a year of travel restrictions, we'll hear how the company debuted its biggest global campaign ever with the power of travel. And as Wonderlust builds for consumers around the world, we explore what the new
1: travel landscape looks like and how Marriott is adjusting its messaging and creative to speak to
0: travelers who want a different kind of experience. But first, we asked Nicolette about the company's decision to relaunch its marketing efforts in a time of great flux not just in terms of travel, but in terms of the way brands now go to market. We should point out, at the time of this recording, the Omicron variant was just breaking into headlines. And since then, the health environment in the United States and around the world has changed again. Hey, Nicolette. Um, You know, obviously
1: Marriott was one of the many industries that uh, navigated the initial phases of the pandemic, there's talks of a new variant right now in the headlines. Like, what's what's the environment like at Marriott, like from a marketing perspective? Like, how are you guys viewing this?
2: The best way to answer that is to really start from the beginning, uh, when this kind of all happened and, and began to kind of bring the travel industry to a halt. When this first started happening, and it really, like I said, applies to Today, you know, revenue per available room, which is how we measure, you know, the success of and the growth of the hotels, was down ninety percent at the height of the pandemic last April. Uh, business and group travel, uh, which accounted for us, for Marriott specifically, the majority of our business, and. You know, it's still predicted uh, as today, one of the last segments to to really come back. You know, we really had to start from scratch. We had the new leisure traveler that we had to start focusing on. And we had to build this strategic playbook to really uh, drive this recovery, because we know the recovery is many years away uh, before we're 100% back to where we want to be. And the recovery had to start with capturing every available booking And when we think about the strategy, it was really guided by, you know, both, of course, what's happening in the environment, but also consumer behaviors and how uh, they're operating. Because sometimes that we found over the last 18 months or so is a little unpredictable. At the height of it, you know, it was really around this idea of doing good and kind of giving this hope. Depending on when variants pop up or not, uh, we do really revert back to this these strategies that we kind of put in place um, last spring and last summer. And for us, phase two was really around driving that local business and building the confidence with people who are in the market of traveling, um, or in the case last year, who were in the market of traveling. This is where we leverage paid media and delivered content based on the needs of people that were traveling at that time. It was very competitive in the market. We're all trying to capture the same customer. And of course, our funds and our resources were very limited. So the type of strategy we built was unlike anything we had ever done before. And we built it to be extremely agile. And I know a lot of times, you know, we throw that word around, but It could almost be a drinking game for every time somebody says that. But reality is um, all the deals that we did and partnerships and media that we bought had to be flexible to either dial up or dial down based on whatever variants or things were happening in the marketplace. And um, we became more data-driven than we ever have. We listened to our customers more than we ever had before. And then this phase three, if you will, was really around kind of inspiring uh, and, and kind of selling this idea of anticipation or exploration. You know, first, we built an arsenal of tools uh, to really better understand the rapid changing travel landscape and really guide our strategy. And then that way we could really pivot quickly if we needed to. Uh, in the case of the question you just asked about, you know, what are we going to do with the new variant? We completely revamped how we measure success. We built internal proprietary dashboards and tools uh, in partnership with our agency that essentially it took you know each market's COVID case rates, government restrictions, vaccination rates, uh, mobility data from Apple and Google. So if people were willing to travel out of their home, you know 50 miles, and perhaps maybe they are willing to also stay in a hotel. We looked at booking data in real time. We had heat maps, cancellation rates. Um, we also built a, a tool called Trend Watch uh, that monitored our all the customer segments and sentiments and, you know, how they were even feeling about travel, what kind of behavior they were doing. And so all that data essentially just helped us to just be smarter marketers. Even when new things like this new variant pop up, we already have a really good foundation we already have a lot of good data and it allows us to move quickly and adapt to, you know, things that, you know, we can see and, and things that we can't see
1: around the corner. It sounds like you have a very easy job I just want to say.
0: <laughs> Nicola that sounds staggering. It sounds like you're at the you know the sort of uh, headquarters of NASA with the amount of science and information feeding into you know HQ there. I mean in, in, an incredible overview of of global trends. You mentioned the new traveler. I'm very curious about that. What what do you mean by that the, the new traveler? Is it are you talking to a different cohort a different group of people uh, now in this new environment
2: the new traveler can mean different things based on the different types of trips that they're taking but for Marriott specifically you know a lot of our business was group travel conferences you know business travel we were built for that that's that's our bread and butter if you will and nobody was traveling for business a lot of the blue chips and fortune 500 companies you know aren't even going back to the office until january and some of them not at all because of that the new traveler was very very leisure focused which was different for us you know maybe not so much for other hotel suppliers but for us that was very different so we had to understand what did that mean And how do we talk to them and how do we completely change our marketing? And not only were they leisure, but the way they were traveling was was quite different. Things like they wanted to travel with their pets. And so if the hotel was pet friendly, that was a a big deal. A lot of them were traveling um, with their families, but also working. Remotely. Uh, we called it uh, work from anywhere. So, the kind of things that they needed better Wi Fi, you know, being able to check in early and check out late and have, you know, access to all the amenities for the family while they're sitting there working or an adjoining suite room so they could be working in, you know, the office while, you know, the family is maybe off doing something else in the other the other room. So things like that and and kind of paying attention to those consumer trends and what they care about. The needs of a leisure traveler is very, very different. So, and sometimes the hotels weren't built for that. So if a hotel was built for conferences, they might not have an entire staff, for example, to maintain the pool and the spa and things like that because everybody would be at the conference and there might be a handful of people at the pool, but now everybody is. So making sure that they have what they need uh, to make their trip happy caused us to do a lot of updates and everything from operations to tech uh, to make sure that we could serve them better.
1: Super interesting. And I read this really interesting statistic that suggested 79% of people are using Pinterest when actively considering their travel decisions. Can you tell us a little bit about how you've teamed up with Pinterest to help travelers Uh, plan their dream trips.
2: Pinterest is one of those last positive spaces or corners, if you will, uh, on the internet. And so a lot of people go there uh, for inspiration for a lot of different categories. But travel uh, is uh, a big one and obviously very important to us. The thing that we did a little differently uh, as part of that strategy, I kind of hinted at earlier, is fewer, deeper partners. And Pinterest was one of those areas that just made a lot of sense for the business. We wanted to find a way to kind of reach our customers with what we both do best. And, you know, they um, have a lot of travel trends and insights on consumers who are kind of in that discovery, uh, dreaming phase, if you will. Uh, And we have the key, if you will, both a f- physical key from our app to get into the room, but, a, you know, more importantly, a, a key that kind of unlocks the world with us being the largest hotel company in the world. For us to partner kind of completed that journey, but we wanted to tap into a unique way. So the biggest challenge I gave my team and the agency this year, uh, which is fundamentally different, was every single piece of media that we buy or creative that we produce has to work double time. It has to be able to take the consumer to the next phase, whatever that is. And so with Pinterest, what we did was we actually built a physical uh, digital out-of-home execution in New York and LA. Uh, We brought in all the things that they know best around the consumers and travel trends and things they're searching for. We brought in all of our inspirational um, videos and um, moments to inspire travel and, and kind of talk about the power of travel and how it, how it can change you and heal you and, and make you whole. And then we also built kind of this connectivity point where you could actually interact with the digital out-of-home, which isn't usually the case. Usually it becomes it's very passive. You just kind of watch it. And so people could actually scan the PIN code. Uh, they could take this interactive uh, quiz to just kind of help them, you know, be inspired of whatever that trip, you know, is best for them. And then it would lead to really interesting articles uh, and different information around those type of trips or different destinations. Uh, So they could save that. They could save that and take that message with them. And overall, it was like a huge success for us because it hit and ticked so many boxes of that strategy uh, for us that we (laughs) kept making sure and trade-offs on other areas so we could keep funding it and keep going uh, because it did so well.
1: That's super fascinating. And of course, like what you just shared speaks to this data-driven approach to marketing. Uh, I'm personally curious how this data has allowed you guys to shape creative campaigns for specific groups of travelers. And and I guess what I'm saying is, is is data changing the fundamental way creative campaigns are rolled out? Would you agree with this?
2: I would. I guess when we think about Creative. Everything that we do is definitely audience-driven. First and foremost, we try to challenge ourselves to be innovative, um, to inspire. Probably most important, to be relevant and authentic. When we think about showing up authentically in places where customers are consuming content and media, um, we want to make sure that you know we are following a lot of those trends. And one of those trends that we saw was gaming. We did copious amounts of research to understand how and when and where Marriott could be a part of this amazing gaming, esports, metaverse culture in a way that felt authentic to the game or the platform itself. And so um, in order to be able to deliver on trends like gaming, to talk to consumers uh, in a way that's, you know, relevant for them and that audience, uh, we actually Built an internal proprietary uh, dynamic creative platform, uh, a bit of a self serve uh, digital marketing creation tool, if you will. And it served as this like global solution to create brand assets, to create performance assets. Um, and this uh, technology platform empowered all the local markets. Uh, with the ability to customize those creative campaigns to meet whatever those new trends that might pop up and, and different consumer needs without, you know, frankly, without compromising on our brand or our the campaign integrity. There's never really been a, a, a better time to need to be very, very resourceful. And flexible to adapt to those changing market needs. And this um, ad builder tool really gave us that agility to do so and kind of create world-class creative, um, be able to pivot in real time, uh, to be able to have a self-service ad creation process for any marketer uh, under Marriott around the world. You can create display and social and video and 27 different languages, and you can do it in minutes instead of weeks, you know, which saves you time uh, to market, you can adapt quicker, saves you on production costs from agencies. And so, you know, and then of course, you really resonate with a local consumer, because you're able to modify that message.
1: Super interesting. And, And just since we're talking about the new shiny object in, in digital advertising, which is the metaverse. Um, we're hearing different stories every day. You know, if you're looking through the lens of like 10, 15 years, like, do you believe Marriott's going to have a role in the metaverse if it does indeed take off? Like, can you see a point where someone, you know, books their stay at a digital Marriott within the metaverse as, as ridiculous as that sounds?
2: I don't think it's ridiculous at all. Uh, and I think five to 10 years is too long. I think it'll actually be shorter than that. Um, I'd love to build the world's first virtual hotel, if I'm being honest. Um, but now that I've said it, hopefully somebody doesn't beat me to it. And um, it is a space that you need to be in. And it's a blank canvas right now. It can be whatever you want. And you can build digital twins of anything that you want. Uh, buying real estate, we haven't quite gone down that path, but we have built a robust uh, three-year metaverse strategy.
0: Nicolette, that's fascinating. Uh, my sci-fi antenna are, are, are twitching here. And I've got to ask you, what does the world's first digital hotel look like? I mean, what can you just elaborate on that a little bit?
2: To be true to our brand, we, it would probably be a what is called a digital twin. So we'll take the w hotel for example it'll look just like the w hotel does in bellevue washington which is right outside of seattle and it would look and feel like that you could interact with it you could go to every room you could sit down by the wet you know deck and order a drink or listen to the dj it could be a real dj um, so there's so many different interesting aspects that could actually happen. You could buy digital merchandising with real money, whether that's the spa robe or, or some other thing that might exist at that time. So it's, it's a way to meet up virtually with people maybe that you otherwise wouldn't. I mean, people during this pandemic have used video games to stay connected you know, versus just pure video chat. And the metaverse really isn't any different, except it brings in this kind of century experience. You feel like you're there, you're interacting. Um, I think the future is going to be really interesting.
0: I read this great quote that you'd said, the new global campaign arrives at a time where many around the world recognize that travel is a primal need. I love that thought. Um, and how does that thought sort of connect with all the things we've, we've been talking about?
2: I still believe that travel is a primal need and I don't think we really thought so because travel was so much easier you know back then we maybe took it for granted and after being cooped up for so long people realized I miss seeing the world I miss trying new foods I miss you know doing something for myself you know connecting with nature whatever that might be people want to travel better and they want to travel different. They want to connect with themselves, uh, and they want to connect with others. It's really soaking in the moment. Um, It's really appreciating uh, the local culture and and somewhat leaving the space better than you found it in the first place as you, you know, begin your travels, whether it's across the city or around the world.
0: One of the things that's Kind of interesting with this shift in, in thinking about travel is that uh, we're marketing your marketing differently in, in a much more thoughtful way uh, to do with need. Um, I guess this is probably one of the, the big shifts that we've seen as a result of the pandemic. You know, um, what else do you think is going to stay thanks to this, uh, this last two years we've lived through?
2: Um, some of the things that are going to stay is the fact that we need travel and it'll become a more purposeful, planned out you know, part of our life. I think it also helps us to open our up minds a little bit. I think we've been a little bit closed off maybe in the last 18 months and perhaps showing that we're not all uh, so different after all. And that connecting with other communities and cultures uh, can actually help us to grow as a person and, again, to, to be our best self.
0: And that's it for The Current. Stay tuned because next week we'll have Mike Venables, Head of Media and Managing Director at City. We really believe that making investments that help
1: enable that progress in those environmental, social, and governance issues are good for business. The Current is produced by Wonder Media Network. Our theme is by Loving Caliber. The trade desk team includes Cassie Crosby, Yvonne Sikic, Kat Bessé, and Elise Livering. And remember,
2: we try to challenge ourselves to be innovative, um, to inspire, probably most important, to be relevant and authentic.
0: I'm Damien. And I'm George, and we'll see you next week.